How to get your kids to stop throwing tantrums. Brightside has good news for you. You can stop your kids from whining, begging, and going wild for no particular reason. If you follow some tips from experts in education and trusted parenting sources. We should know our enemy well enough to defeat it. In this case, temper tantrums are the enemy. They are very common in kids aged 1 to 4. More than half of kids let their frustration out at least once a week, or more often. Why do they do it? They can whine to get a new toy, an extra candy, or some other unhealthy snack. Or maybe they just want your attention or are testing limits. Yes, they have no idea what limits are, but they can still figure out that crying loudly can bring them a treat, so why not do it? By the time they turn three or four, kids have much better language skills than babies, of course, but their vocabulary is still not advanced enough to describe everything they feel. So what can you do to prevent your kids from going crazy now and then? Here is a list. Number 10. Make your child feel comfortable. As we already know, kids often whine for a reason, and you can neutralize that reason. Before going out shopping or wherever you have to go with your little one, make sure they are prepared for it, which means they had enough sleep, enough food, and you have everything they might need with you. It won't hurt to take a toy to the grocery store, and it might save your child from begging for another one. If you are going out for a longer time, take their favorite blanket with you. It will give them a feeling of home and safety. When you are a parent, you tend to take plenty of stuff with you even when you leave the house for an hour. If someone is making fun of you, let them. The most important thing is that you both feel comfortable and prepared for whatever may come your way. Number 9. Let your toddler choose. According to WebMD medical reference, it is a good idea to let your child choose. We are not talking about making life-defining decisions like which house to move in or where to go on vacation. Start with little things, which will make him or her feel like they are in control. Control also means responsibility. They will, of course, not know it just now, but they will see how their choices affect what they do and how they feel. You can also go smart about it and direct your child where you want them to be. Just give them an alternative where both options are good. For example, you can wake them up in the morning and offer to choose if they want to get dressed first or brush their teeth. They will have to do both eventually, but this way they will feel like they are given some choice. Number 8. Find out what's really bothering your kid. This is especially important for kids under two and a half, explains Jay Hoker, MD, a pediatrician from Rochester, Minnesota. At this age, they have a vocabulary of around 50 words and can't build a sentence out of them. But they still have cravings, thoughts, and wishes they can't just announce to you. You don't get the message, they don't get the answer. So what do they do? Throw a tantrum. Dr. Hoker offers the following solution. Try to create a sign language your kid will understand and remember. Teach them to show basic words like food, milk, sleep, and so on. It can work miracles. Number seven, distract your little one. You know how when you feel sad or something is bothering you, going out with friends or reading a book can help you set your mind on other things and it gets better? Your child will unlikely be getting over a breakup or job loss, but they have their own concerns, as we know. When you feel danger is coming, the baby's face is reddening, or they are giving other signs of a tantrum to follow, distract them. Let's go for a walk. 
How about we read your favorite book? These are all great ways to divert your child's fleeting attention. Even telling a little joke or making a funny face can help, says the experts from WebMD Medical Reference. Number 6. Become a good teacher for your kid. Do you remember your favorite teacher? Click like if you do. But how about you become that favorite teacher for your own kid? First of all, stop being angry at them for throwing tantrums. A great teacher won't be mad at you for not being good at physics, right? Second, teach your little one to overcome frustration. Show them that drawing, reading a book, or cuddling with their favorite toy can help. And make sure you teach them words are much better heard and understood than screaming. Michael Borba, EDD, author of Parents Do Make a Difference, explains that kids really want to do what is right, but sometimes they just don't know what that is. Explain your concerns and fears. Never yell in front of your kid. You could even make up an angry vocabulary for your child. That would be a list of words to express negative emotions. Number five, do not provoke tantrums. Why would you ever do it? Well, we are not saying you want that to happen, but you might trigger them. Your kid loves candy, but too much is bad for him or her? Then do not put it where they can see it. Why remind them of something you don't want them to have? Your kid doesn't like to be forcefully interrupted or feels uncomfortable about doing certain things? Give them warning before they have to do it and explain why it is necessary. The activity itself might not last long, but the tantrum and bad mood could last for hours. Number four, use positive words. Millions of people in 47 countries around the world love Super Nanny. This modern day Mary Poppins gives great parenting advice. One of the things she suggests is using positive advice instead of the negative. Every time you feel like screaming no, don't, and stop, don't do it. Don't jump on the couch could motivate your kid to do the opposite, especially if they are moody. Furniture is for sitting. You could go outside if you want to jump. Sounds much better and is unlikely to lead to conflict. Number three, keep a straight face. Introduce the new family rule to your kid. When he or she starts whining, you have the right not to respond to them. If that happens, keep your face straight. Jane Nelson, EDD, co-author of Positive Discipline for Preschoolers, recommends that you also introduce a warning sign, which will show you are going to stop listening. Pull your ear, shake your head, it can be anything you choose. Number two, give praise when the kid deserves it. We are not just talking about money here. Your baby will unlikely appreciate it anyway. Thank the kids for doing the right thing. Dr. Michelle Borba thinks it is a good idea to say things like, thank you for using your normal voice, or my ears love that voice. Do not feel awkward about giving thanks for the most basic things. Motivate them to behave well in exchange for little treats. Tell your boy if he makes it through family dinner without whining, you will let him watch his favorite cartoon right after. Number one, be smart about the pocket money. All families are different and have different income. There is no universal answer for how much pocket money to give your kid in numbers. Rooster Money, a resource fully focused on how you should go about pocket money for your child, offers an allowance report. It says four-year-olds get an average of $2.82. This amount is slowly growing and doubles by the time the kid turns nine. 
an average 14-year-old gets $879 a week. Pocket money should allow the kid to save money for a special toy they like, buy gifts for their siblings and other family members, go out with their friends, buy a movie ticket, for example. If you give your child too much, they will find it hard to know the value of money. Your kids should know money is earned, not just granted, and it goes when it is spent. Some parents pay their kids for doing chores around the house. It is not always a good idea because they might believe the only reason to do something for their family's good is to be paid. Dr. Rebecca Chikor, author of The Calm and Happy Toddler and co-founder of A Central Parent Source, recommends giving your child tokens, not real money. You decide how much these tokens are worth. Saving them, kids can pay for meaningful experiences. Actually, there is no single rule for all families. Just like you have your own attitude to your money, you can decide about your kids' pocket money, too. We hope you find these tips useful. If so, hit the like button and click subscribe to join us on the bright side.